Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are and whenever it is on this amazing day. I hope you are having a fantastic day. This is Robert Bolden, Life Transformed, Coffee and Christ. And I am here at Odds Cafe, West Haywood Road in Asheville, North Carolina. It is an amazing place. If you ever visit Asheville, you need to make a visit over to Odds. I've got my triple almond milk cappuccino amazing you can see some beautiful cakes in the background there once a week i have a treat uh it won't be today it'll probably be tomorrow but let me tell you i'm super excited about today this is the beginning of end of year experience something that i've been working on for five or six years now so it's a four-day process a bunch of jams and it's all designed around reviewing your previous year, taking the wisdom from last year, carrying forward with intention what you're going to bring into the new year. You get uh, word of the year, you get to help people. It's just it's just this immersion experience between, you know, after Christmas and kind of leading up to New Year. Uh, it's a four day process. So be on the lookout. The plan is to take this on the road next year, maybe to Costa Rica, planning on that. So just a little, little heads up on that. So let's jump right into Coffee and Christ. So for those of you who are new to the podcast, this is the daily practice that has literally transformed my life. And this is my chance once a week to share with you my daily practice. And my hope is that you get maybe some inspiration out of this, uh, new awareness out of this, um, because it's totally spontaneous, nothing is rehearsed. I am just gonna read from a couple of different sources and we'll see what happens. All right, let's jump right in. The verse of the day is Galatians 6.10. And that says, therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all people especially to those who belong to the family of believers. Oh my goodness, so much to unwrap there. So <laughs> this has been huge for me. As we have opportunity, see, you know, it seems like a very simple set of words there. Four words that seem very simple. But let me tell you, in my life, that's been a revelation for me over the last probably, I don't know, month or so. As we have opportunity. Okay, so I am like on fire for Jesus. I am want to build the kingdom. I'm devoted to that for the rest of my life. No doubt about it. I would often be like, wow, who am I supposed to go out and serve? You know, where am I supposed to go? Am I supposed to, you know, do this, go down to the soup kitchen? Am I supposed to, what am I supposed to do? And God started speaking to me, Robert, just chill. I will bring people to you as I bring people to you. <laughs> and look, that's exactly what this is saying. As we have opportunity. So I don't have to manufacture it. I don't have to go crazy just as God brings people to me as I have an opportunity and it's the same way with um, if you get Holy Spirit inspiration 
and you have opportunity. Sometimes you create your own opportunity, um, but other times you just let it flow. Whoever God puts in front of you, you just do your part. And, and God will do the transformational work. All we do is it's just a smile. It's just a laugh, whatever it may be. That's all we have to do. So let's dig into the second part of this verse. Let us do good to all people. Okay, that makes sense. Do good. So it's interesting. Do good to all people versus be good. That's where I am putting the emphasis. So opportunity and do good to all people. So, you know, there's such a difference. If I do good, then it, it's me having intentional action to do good. Whereas you shift it to be good. Well, what my definition of good is, I think that just gives, it depends a little bit on what the other person says or feels is being good to them. But if I do good, if I do good, follow what the, what the Bible says doing good is. Just do that. And that doesn't mean like doing what people want you to do. That's not necessarily good. Sometimes you all know that our, if you're parents, sometimes doing good for your kids is not doing what they want you to do. Disappointing them, right? Disciplining them. So I think that that is striking me. This is such a rich verse. This is, again, Galatians 6.10. Do good. And my notes, because I write in the journal, not be good. You know, that's the powerful part. And now the last part of this verse, especially to those who belong to the family of believers. Ooh, especially to those who belong to the family of believers. And... The way that hits me, um, let me write this down, to the ones who belong to the family of believers. And the way that hits me is we, we in life, we're going to encounter, and the Bible calls them fools. And I've done a whole YouTube series. Go, go to our YouTube channel, Life Transform YouTube channel, and check them out. I've got a whole series on fools. So there are fools out there, and that's not, you're, it's not wrong to be a fool, okay? It's, it's just the human condition. So really, my definition of a fool is somebody who knows better, but still continues to do what they know is not the right thing. Oh, you can do that once or twice. But if you keep doing it over and over and over and over again, then you become a fool. And that's what the Bible talks about. You know, share your wisdom with somebody. That's fine. Anybody, that's good. But if they show through their actions that they're just, it's not, not hitting home. That's right. God is working on them. So why it's important is the people who don't believe they don't have eyes to see and ears to hear. So especially to those who belong to the family of believers. 
we need to encourage each other and build each other up for the spiritual warfare that's going on out there. Spiritual warfare, the warfare that's going on that Jesus came to take back the enemy from is a spiritual. It's in our heads. It's our minds. It's our thoughts, feelings, all those things, emotions, and the lies that the enemy tells. That, that is where the warfare is. I don't have any ill will towards any person walking this earth. Never will. Ever, ever. Because I know it's just the enemy messing with their thoughts, their actions, what's in their heart, what's been programmed in their heart, comes out of their mouth. That's biblical. And people who don't understand the Bible or haven't, I won't say under, I should, I'll take that back. People who haven't truly surrendered to following Jesus and, and haven't truly accepted that their hearts need to be cleaned out. Like my heart still needs to be cleaned out every day. I ask God, sir, show me what needs to be surrendered more. And sometimes what comes out of my mouth isn't what God would have for me. So, um, especially the family of believers. I love that. So we've got to build each other up because there is a war going out there. And it's a violent war. Just take a look at anybody that's wandering, drifting around in this world, don't have a purpose. They are in addictions. They are in abusive relationships. They are um, just lost, living for the weekend, living for the money. All of those are symptoms of people that are lost. And Jesus says, go out and find those souls. Let's save some souls. Got to rescue those souls. That's what, why we've got to build each other up. Um, so what a, what a beautiful verse. All right, let's go to one of my plans. Let's see, my plan. Here we go. Let's see what we have today. All right. The sin qua non of kingdom seeking. And I don't even know what that means. So I'll have to look that up at some point. The sin, if I'm saying it right, sin qua non of kingdom seeking in Jesus' instruction concerning prayer, we can identify three qualifying criteria for using prayer as the starting point and context for seeking the kingdom of God. First, prayer for the coming of God's kingdom must be continuous and expectant. Okay, I know, right? You read that continuous and expectant. Hmm. I, you know, it's going to be, the prayer is going to be continuous. How do you continuously pray? I don't know. We'll have to see what this has to say about that. Expectant, I get. I mean, I fully expect. And I live, I live in an eternal way. I live knowing um, the kingdom of God is is upon us. Um, yeah, so I, I definitely have the expected part. So let's see what they have. Let's, let's go on. The prayer that Jesus gave us in Matthew 6 is meant to be a pattern for all our prayers. In Luke's account of this prayer, Jesus begins by saying, when you pray. Okay, here we go. Yeah, write that down. When you pray. 
That is Jesus talking. In Luke, okay, the Greek word hotan means literally whenever or as often as. Oh, okay. Hotan in Greek equals whenever. So whenever you pray or as often as. Okay, so that makes some sense. Thus, Jesus intends that we should make prayer for the coming of God's kingdom part of all of our prayers. All right. I can vibe with that. And when we pray seeking the kingdom of God, we should pray expectantly, that is, with specific reference to particular areas of our lives, seeking more of the righteousness, peace, and joy in the spirit of everything we do all day long. Amen. Um, I believe that I am in that space right now where all of my prayers are referencing seeking more of his righteousness. I do a daily prayer in the afternoon, guided prayer time, where that's a big part of it. Lord, give me your wisdom. Continue to fill me with more of you. Peace and joy. I definitely have peace in every situation and joy overflowing. I, I And I do. It's a true thing. And see, people in this world, they're skeptical of this. People in this world say, ah, you can't. You're, you're faking. You're putting on a... Am I okay? As you uh, accuse me of being fake I'm just I'm living my peaceful joyful life saving souls bringing hope to people I don't have time for you to bring me down that's the mindset that's what happens when you really surrender everything Um, and it is it takes all of the pressure off of me having to perform in life. I know that whatever circumstance comes my way, I'm good. It's going to be fine. I just know it. And that is, that's the power. Okay. Let's see what else we have. Second, Jesus' teaching about prayer counsels us specifically to request the coming of the kingdom on earth. Okay, so prayer specifically request the kingdom of God on earth. Okay, so that's more of a big picture prayer. And I haven't done much of that, so I think this is a good awareness for me to include that into into my prayer life. I love it. See, there you go. There's a new awareness for me, an aha moment. Put a little star in my journal around that. Okay. Coming of the kingdom on earth, that is here and now. Call upon the Lord to supply the power of his spirit to enable you to be a conduit of righteousness, peace, and joy in all you do. Yep. That is something I do. Finally, Jesus provides us with a standard for seeking this kingdom. That it might come into our daily lives. In activities as a reflection of the way saints and angels
carry out their submission to King Jesus in his heavenly court. In other words, be Jesus here on earth. Make kingdom advancing plans for every activity of your day. I like that. And you know, at Life Transform, that's what we do. All the activities that we're devoted to are kingdom advancing activities. Now, you don't have to be a follower of Jesus to be part of Life Transform. That's the beauty of it. As a matter of fact, we are called to, to save souls. So the people that aren't followers of Jesus are the people that we love to engage with. We do something called a serve call where we just we say, hey, how can we serve you? We're not telling you, come to Jesus. We're saying, how can we serve you? What are you dealing with right now in life? And what we can do is we can demonstrate the way Jesus is teaching us to live where the peace comes from, where the joy comes from. We'll be able to um, speak that into you. And the cool thing about Jesus is he meets you where you are, but he doesn't keep you there. So it isn't a passive where we just sit with you and we just say, oh, yeah, I understand. No, that isn't what Jesus teaches. He teaches, no, you meet them where they are, but then you take them. Right now, you move them, start moving them forward. Start moving them forward. And that's the difference. Our world is in this. Everybody's good. You can do whatever you want to do. We just want you to, to just feel accepted and just as you are. That is crap. No, 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 no. That's pride. That's pity. That's self. Oh, I'm accepted just as I am. So I can just be just as I am. I mean, seriously, anybody in this world who's walking around just is like, well, I just want to be accepted just the way I am. Every area of your life, you want to be accepted just the way you are. I don't really think that's true. I really don't. I think that kind of mindset will lead to an empty life. So I guess if you want an empty life, yeah, go for it. But you weren't created. I guarantee you this. You weren't created for an empty life. There's so much more for you. All right, let's continue. Make kingdom advancing plans for every activity of your day. Ask the Father for specific kingdom prompts in every situation and commit yourself to instant and complete obedience. Boom. Commit to instant and complete obedience. I love that. And complete obedience. And listen, people are going to look at you like you're crazy. They're going to try to put some logic on you because it happens to me all the time. I don't care. I just do it. Commit to instant and complete obedience. As long as I'm listening to the Spirit, obedient to Jesus' teachings, people aren't going to be able, some people aren't going to get it. Others will, those that have eyes to see and ears to hear. But even those that don't know and don't understand it, they're hearing it, and it's planting a seed in them. And they, you know, eventually they're going to be like, wow, it could be a year from now, two years from now, five years from now, ten years from now. Be like, wow, that crazy Robert, man, maybe he, he, he might have been onto something. I remember when he planted that seed with me. That's what this is all about. Okay, here we go. 
Review every activity every day in silent meditation before the Lord, looking back to discern the ways he made his kingdom presence known in that situation. That is exactly what I'm doing for these four days with the end of year experience. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to write that down. Use this Devo. That is what, that's literally what I do. Review every activity every day in silent meditation before the Lord, looking back to discern the ways he made his kingdom presence known in that situation. Kingdom seeking begins in prayer or there wouldn't be much kingdom finding in our lives. Next steps, begin praying for the kingdom of God more consistently in your life. Check. I'm going to do that. Do you find that doing so makes you more mindful of kingdom-seeking opportunities? Absolutely. Do you see more evidence of the kingdom advancing in your personal mission field? 100%. Share some thoughts with a friend. And that's what I'm doing here today. Sorry I ran a little bit longer than I normally do, but this was really rich. I hope you enjoyed it. This has been Robert Bolden, Life Transformed, Coffee in Christ. Check us out. We've got a challenge coming up. You'll see in the show notes how to join that challenge. I encourage you to do that. It's a hope and purpose challenge. We'll give you hope, help you with your individual purpose. If you don't have one or if you need to fine-tune it, we'll help you with that. It's completely free, seven sessions over 17 days. You'll get recordings. If you can't, join us live. Listen, there's no reason not to sign up for the purpose challenge. You will, I guarantee you, you will be transformed through the process. All right, y'all have a great rest of your morning, afternoon, or evening, and we will see you next time.